Oh, should we go do the... No, no, I already started. Um, the dead space. Yes. No, there's no dead space. I, I have the good editor now. We don't need to do that. Welcome back to Calfire Crackpots after a month of hiatus. Yeah, it's been a month. It's been probably over a month at this point. We needed our beauty sleep, and also it's summer, so we deserved it's... the break. Yeah, we kind of did. I... I finished AP exams and then probably spent the next four weeks recovering from some pretty bad burnouts. That's why I haven't had any motivation to do an episode until now when I'm home and a little bit better rested. And I've been writing college essays all day. And how are you? I've been, uh, I've been, I've been, I have stuff to do, but I'm not doing it because it's summer. So that's, that's dope. I, 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 I support that 100%. I've been like working on like projects that I haven't been able to do any other time in the year. So you ready for this one? Mm-hmm. So I got a dynamo hub for my touring bike. Oh, nice. What is that? It's a hub. That's a generator. Hmm. They made a comeback from like eighties bikes or whatever, but what's cool is I'm just des- designing and making a battery pack, which mounts to my rack and plugs into the dynamo is solar charge capable as well as the dynamo hub has usb fast charge an inverter on it and what was the cool oh yeah wireless charging oh wow wireless charger uh the wireless charging is a little bit of like a like an extra thing but i mean i figured i figured why not it's a nice purchase treat yourself it's it's not a purchase. I'm making it. That's why it's fun. Oh, okay. Oh so it's gonna be God. like okay. I got like I, a, I got it. like a I got I got like a have hefty digiku order coming in. <laughs> oh, that's when you know it's good. I um let's see, I kind of I woke up at like eleven today and then like furiously wrote down a list of things that I needed to get done. And I've done like maybe a quarter of them. I have my uh scuba certification this weekend. Oh yeah. Um I had I had a friend who went to get that done and they got the bends while they were doing it. Like they, their ears they, popped and they were like oh, all day and super bends. tired. And um one of the people that they were with at the place when they were getting certified, their regulator broke on the first dive. Yeah, because they're like, using the crappy gear with the school. <laughs> no, it was like the random, it was just like a defective tank, like full okay. on. It, it was a tank that just got busted. Oh, that sucks. And I mean, uh, it was fully like machine error. So they didn't mark them down for it or anything. But okay. that's kind of scary to be like diving in that sketchy quarry they use and your regulator breaks. Yeah, I'm I'm not super excited for the part where you need to take off your mask and the underwater and then deflood it. Like it's not that's... super hard, but I've only done it in the pool. <laughs> Good thing I'm not a scuba person. I hate yeah, my... that. <laughs> my uncle is like scuba extraordinaire. He's a, like an EMT guy. So he's got like all the certifications and whatever. So he can basically certify me. I just got to do the dives and everything. Oh, okay. 
So I got to do a little review because I haven't done it since first semester. We've got time. Oh, yeah. I guess work it has, has been got, a few months. Work has gotten into full swing. And there have been some deplorable customers at the bike shop in the last few days. <laughs> People on their worst behavior because there's this, a... Oh, my God. This guy came in who looked exactly like 1980s Trump. Like, 100%. On the like the apprentice era trump or what yes it was awful so came in and i was like how, how welcome to um generic ass bike shop name how can i help you um and he was like yes i'm looking for a bike no he said no he said i'm in the market for a bike and i was like okay what kind of ride are you hoping to do he was like actually i'd like to talk to your manager i don't know if you're qualified to size me for a bike i'm like Oh, uh, yeah, I can hook you up with the head, head mechanic. And then you turn I'm around like, and it's like, hi, I'm the head mechanic. What can I do for you? I'm, I'm like, uh, excuse me. I didn't say excuse me. I was just like, all right, let me go get my manager. So I went back and I was like, I was half ready to send out the new guy. <laughs> I, uh, I was like half ready to be like, yo, new guy. It's my boss. I'm like, yo, this, this, this guy says he wants to talk to the manager because he's like, I'm qualified to size him. I'm like, boss is like, well, it's funny. Um, congratulations on your promotion to manager. <laughs> <laughs> so i went out i was like um so my boss just promoted me to manager how can i help him he's like ha ha very funny get me your manager it's like all right okay so help him out and he gets a bike and goes and he's probably never going to use it that's you can always tell when someone walks into a store like that and oh. they're there just to spend money and not actually to buy like something so now is probably the time where it's my favorite time to be a bike mechanic because this is like this month and next month is in my opinion better than the christmas season because you get a parent who comes in with their kid who's in that like empty nest stress and drops like maybe fifteen hundred dollars on a bike a lock lights bottle cage kickstand everything and it's all going to get stolen by midterms and the kid says like absolutely nothing because they just they know it's better to just go along with it yeah that's i want to bring my bike to uh college and i mean you know the bike i have it's a hippie bike um it's a it's a hippie bike but you best do some like cosmetic damage to it before you bring it there no there's scratches you just can't see them unless the lights on it fair enough it was in a car accident you know that it was a, okay a car accident it's like it's, it was a garage car accident I, i've seen it was a garage in- car accident but my other car got folded over like a piece of laundry Declan I've seen bikes in actual car accidents it's oh my first day back yeah I was in Europe for a couple weeks um and my first day back this guy came in with a bike that was I shit you not sawed in half like actually sawed in half I can I'll send the pictures to you right as soon as there's frame damage as a rule of thumb it's just kind of beyond repair yeah, you you gotta just you gotta you need you gotta toss that. But he was gonna get a new frame in like two years because the specialized okay, ethics like you can't find them right now. It's I what is it? Um, remember when I brought my bike in and one of your guys repaired it, but they mixed up the wrong tires, so now I've got one Presta valve and one Schrader. Oh, cry about it. It's like fine. Unless if they put the little sleeve in there for the valve, it's fine. All right. It should be. I think I accidentally put it in general. So now everyone gets to see it. It's just, it's half a, wait, it's just half a bike. 
It's it's half a bike, yeah. Sawed actually in half. Um, for those, he didn't, what, uh, he didn't say what happened, but he cheated on someone. <laughs> for those not enlightened by the image, it's uh, Eris holding the front handlebar of a bike, and there's the front fork, and about six inches of the down tube, and that's it. I have this Reddit account where I just post um, gore I find at the shop. And I always post it on the car mechanic subreddits, the ones that are like general mechanic subreddits, but they're pretty much car mechanic subreddits. And like, it's totally fine. And then like some old guy gets like pissed and is like, it, it requires no skill to be a bike mechanic. It's like, yeah, sure. It's easy when you have a service manager who can, who deals with customers. But as soon as like you have to fix someone's bike and then like look at that customer, <laughs> they'd fold. Yeah. Anyway. Let's get into some news here. Oh my Christ, god, it's been a very well, good month for news. Where do I even start? Um, Joe Biden is a hero after being found unscathed after falling off his bike. Uh, to be fair, he did kind of like get up, which is kind of impressive. Like, you know, like old people like million <laughs> pieces shatter their hips from like a slip in the shower, and like Joe. He's Biden, got some like, fight in them. Uh, yeah, sure. He's got some more bipartisan deals to pass. Oh yeah, he's got some more compromised Joes to do. Um, yeah. So him and his buddy Mitch McConnell are gonna get it done with the uh, bipartisan gun control bill. Which, you know, it's easy to um, Monday morning quarterback this shit and be like, well, look at what Australia has done and whatever. And like, if I've learned anything from being a uh, pundit on climate change for the last going on year, it's that you can't fault someone for taking a step in the right direction, no matter how small it is. Yeah. yeah any, I mean, any step is a good step. It's not what I wanted. It's not what anyone on the left wanted, but it's a step in the right direction. And as soon as you break that, this is, this is very significant. This is the first response to a mass shooting that the U.S. has ever done since they yeah. kind of became like a thing in the 80s like this is the first response to it and i think that's gonna i think that this is the first step of something bigger and i'm glad to see that something happens i know the precedent um the precedent is more than important than anything because even though some people might have arguments about you know the bill isn't strong enough or it doesn't make a uh big enough case against guns and against the people that should or shouldn't be owning guns but but what it did is it broke the ice and that's yeah almost more important absolutely like rome wasn't built in today you can't expect congress to feasibly pass a bill with any political leaning that fully addresses an issue open and shut the hunters doesn't happen that's not how the world right now is not in the mood for anything partisan (laughs) Mm-hmm. Oh. yeah um are you voting next week i can't um oh oh rough you can't i'm born a week after election okay um yeah get out and vote yeah get out um, and vote if you're a week age yeah for real this is like man seeing some of these state primaries i'm like dr oz it's like for real, no one under thirty voted in that election. Like it's so Oz obvious. hit the primary in uh, what is it, West Virginia? 
No, it was Pennsylvania. He has the Oof, Republican that's actually, nomination for Senate. That's worse. I'd expect it of West Virginia, but not Pennsylvania. It's it's not good. He's will he win? I don't know because it's the swing state and all that. Um. Eh, in other news, next week we'll be fuming about the Supreme Court decisions that are going to be released. Supreme Court decisions? I haven't been keeping in the page with that one. Well, they haven't really released any of the uh, biggies yet. Uh, I think we'll be seeing those like next week. I don't know. And then in two weeks, we get AP scores. So AP scores of, is big. Lots of releases. Yeah. I, I think that the overturning of 50 years of reproductive rights might be a little bit bigger, but <laughs> remains to be seen depending on my C score. Honest to God, anyway. I have not been in the whoop at all with the Supreme Court, like at all, at all. Yeah, it's like, uh, it, it's honestly, I, I'm pulling up the Andrew Jackson quote, which is the only good Andrew Jackson quote. The Supreme Court has made its decision. Now let them enforce it. Like, sure, I'd like to see Stephen Breyer, like, blocking the door to an abortion clinic. Like, yeah, pop off. Like, you're not going to do that. (laughs) Why do we need to, why do we need to follow their rules? (laughs) Anyway, so rather fittingly, I was going to talk today about how climate change became so politicized. Hmm. Yeah, it, it became politicized. It done did. So we've had like 15 or so hottest years on records um, overturned by each other. So an article from 2015 here. So during the COP21 conference in Paris, which is seven years ago, good President Obama had some words for Republicans hoping to win his job. Everyone else is taking climate change really seriously. They weren't. I think it's a really big problem. It spans political parties. That's some like real on-brand Obama spot talking points there. Hmm. It's just like Obama being like, you guys should really do something about this. And that's just, that's the same shit like Joe Biden's doing. He's like sending out tweets being like, I I wonder who this president man is, and I'd like to have a word with him. It's like, bro, you are the most powerful person in the free world. You can pretty much do all of the things you're talking about. You don't need Joe Manchin's approval to eliminate student debt. You don't need. It's It's the president upon realizing that every other president except them has insane amounts of power. No, you know, maybe you should just try. Call me crazy. No, the president can only try pitching it. The president can only act like a dictator when it's a Republican. Yeah, Democrats have all of the know-how and the wit to send in 18 candidates in the 2016 election and not have a single one pa- passed by Trump. Not not a single one passed by Hillary Clinton, I think, is the bigger concern. Mm-hmm. Like, you could not throw up anyone better than Hillary Clinton. We like, sent our for- best and brightest for the Democratic Party of America and Hillary Clinton is the one that got chosen as the figurehead. You had you had eight years to figure this out, <laughs> and they just said, "Oh shit, uh, Hillary Rodham Clinton." Let's get that one person that got blown under their desk and get his wife in office. Who the who the who the who the, who the left hates and the right hates even more. It's like other way around. 
Anyway, okay. Oh, oh, Chris Christie is going to be a voice of reason in this article. So he's really? acknowledged he's acknowledged in the past that climate change is real. He said that during he said that Obama is struggling mightily to be relevant in a dangerous world. Why did he phrase it like that? Bro, this was 2015. 2015 ISIS was like so like neutered. I mean, like, if this was a year earlier, yeah, I could, like, understand why you'd be like, why are we talking about climate change? But come on, man. In 2015, ISIS at that point was, like, maybe one or two compounds, if that. Then didn't actually have any land standing. It's ridiculous that we still believe that that's one of our biggest threats. Or, frankly, terrorism in general. I don't get why... I don't get why there's such a, like, oh, we should... Uh, we should never have to sacrifice our securities for freedom or whatever the fuck it is. It, it, it's just because, like, it's just people who are so, like, scared. It's that, that like, post-World War II, like, paranoia and, like, Cold War got thrown into the meat grinder of, like, stateless terror organizations. And that just, like, pushed the American surveillance state, like, so far into hysteria that... We have what we have now maybe it's just me being like a post 9-11 baby i genuinely like don't understand what the big deal is with stateless terrorist organizations it's 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 because we'd always been used to a name and a face it's like a, a gorbachev well not a gorbachev but like a like a khrushchev or whatever whatever like saddam hussein like a big baddie who once he took down the big baddie was you know it was kind of all over but when you got to the point where it didn't matter anymore it was like it could just be 19 guys with box cutters who went to flight school and there was no there was no big guy at the top i mean there kind of was but like there was no country no like dictator to overthrow it still wouldn't have mattered but we go to war over this yeah that's right we do oh god we go to war over the most menial shit <sighs> it's this is america all right so Oh, Hillary Clinton. She's in. From what I've heard, Hillary Clinton has a broad energy plan, said Ohio Governor John Kasich. Jeb Bush doesn't believe in climate change, but he has more moderate proposals. (laughs) This is absolutely the wrong time to be looking at policy because, unfortunately, it's so hyperpartisan during the next presidential campaign that you're not going to get a serious discussion on this policy until next November. We didn't get a serious discussion on this. Every presidential debate was Hillary Clinton and Trump trying to, like, argue on which one of them was more poor. If you go back and watch those, it's actually so sad because... I, I do think that 2016 was the low point in American democracy. I think we're like slightly better than we were then. 100%. Not by much. All right. The trend over the past decade has been for liberals and conservatives to push further to their respective sides. I didn't need a paper from Aaron McCarthright of MSU to tell me that. Um, they examined how liberals and conservatives receive and respond to information on climate change. The results show that over the decade, liberals grew much more likely to support believing in climate change while conservatives became increasingly likely to say the opposite. No shit. The study also pointed to the role of the media in fueling the split. Such polarization likely has continued in recent years, given the heightened balkanization of news media. MSNBC on the left and Fox News out. What? MSNBC, some like white guy trying to like compromise on like, oh, maybe we should see the other side of the issue. I you can't compare MSNBC as the left's version of Fox. Like the the reason, uh-huh. like 
we like the left has no organizational media we have like mother jones the, the one of the most defining characteristics in between the right and the left is that the right has been so i mean for better or for worse unified well they have places because to they have the major right-leaning news outlet is fox news which is so polarizing and so uh you know, in the worst way possible, compelling oh, for people that just want to hear what they want to hear from Tucker Carlson. Oh, by the, the way, left doesn't congrats. have anything like that. Yeah, the left has. I mean, the left has like the silent majority. If you go onto any social media platform, generally speaking, you're going to be seeing left-leaning news and left-leaning points of view. You can't say that about Republicans and conservatism as a whole but that just makes every outlet that's conservative that much stronger in its stance absolutely and i mean i i was gonna tweet it out earlier but i didn't remember congratulations to rush limbaugh for being 16 months sober oh huh (laughs) what (laughs) the joke is he's dead (laughs) god damn it I forgot. You forgot? I should have known. Uh, All right. I don't care when those people die. They're dead and I don't care. Yeah, and it's like, they're saying that the the people who believe global warming is caused by humans has arisen 11 points since 2011. 2015 was like before extreme weather season was really a thing. Like... I think in the last few years, it's been like, what once May starts, like mid-May, you're like, oh yeah, we're in for it now until like November. Because like, I wasn't surprised when like that one hurricane came in in like mid-May. It's just this all, like this became a thing so recently. And it, you know what the statistic that evolution only became a majority belief in 2016? Excuse me? Yeah. God, living in living in Arkansas and Kansas must be such a different world it's, because obviously yeah. half the country has to believe that evolution is fake and the earth was created 5,000 years ago. <laughs> no, no, no. It, it's shit like that. And it's like there was really no burden of proof that allowed you to realize that earlier. Like, I, I don't know if it's a lack of information that's causing this or just people hearing what they want to hear. I, I like I watched this podcast like recently on kind of well didn't watch a podcast I listened to it but I, I'm just kind of like people needed to hear what they wanted to hear I like I don't know if that's a that's the end of this article I have another one so Australia this that's another news item so Australia is like was pretty center right for a while. And they, the, the right got, like, absolutely destroyed in their recent election, mostly because of climate inaction. They've gotten hit pretty hard, heat waves, wildland fires, all that. So, article from Politico here about that. So, voters in Australia dumped Scott Morrison's liberal national government, which is the conservative party, in what has been dubbed the country's climate election, high-profile liberals were driven from the party's inner-city heartlands, losing six seats to pro-climate independents and at least one to the Greens. Man, hmm. the Greens. We need, the, we need the Greens in America, honestly. The Green Party has been largely just irrelevant 
they're like the libertarians where they just surge in popularity every four years because the candidates are mediocre. And then Bobby as Hawkins, soon as, 24, baby. As soon as uh, all of the candidates in the primaries that were trashing on the most popular one, like remember when some random person would drop out of the 2020 race and two weeks just ago they were flaming Biden, Biden. And then they yeah. were just like, I endorse Joe Biden. Joe what's his middle name it's probably something stupid joe ulysses biden (laughs) no 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 it's it's joseph robinette biden robinette i forgot about that um okay so new prime minister anthony albanese flew to japan to meet leaders from the quad which is Australia, India, Japan, and America, bearing a message. There's a new government in Australia, and it's a government that represents change in terms of the way we deal with the world and issues like climate change. The quad, that sounds like what like a group of middle schoolers would call themselves. We're the quad. Oh, hold on. I'm getting an ad for the Federalist Papers. <laughs> Those Federalist Papers? The, those Federalist Papers. Um, Andrew, <laughs> Andrew Jackson still printing them? Bro, my boy, Andrew, okay. Get your DVD box set of the Federalist Papers today. What? It's like Take Steve D- Buscemi reading out the Federalist Papers. <laughs> On audiobook. It's, it's, like, it's like eight hours. No, not eight hours. It's like 14 hours of silence, like sounds of page turning and like someone clearing their throat. And the the AP it, US like, government experience. And they're like, oh, you mean out loud? <laughs> <laughs> you can now get the federalist papers in this beautiful dvd box set reviewing at your home with a small group so is this a commentary or are they actually is this an audiobook you know it's better if you don't know your tax deductible gift is also cr- critical because we do all of our work including free online courses while refusing to accept one penny of government support not even indirectly in the form of federal or state student grant loans not one penny their words not mine not one penny huh oh, I'm, I'm confused are they libertarian or not <laughs> that's libertarians will yell at you for suggesting people need driver's licenses to drive oh my god and, and then, then like turn around and spout the worst take imaginable and then like well, yeah what happens when some kid is like driving on the highway and kills like a van full of volleyball players yeah yeah it's like maybe and they're just like know. well obviously there wouldn't be any roads because we wouldn't be paying for them it, it's it's like no it's like the type of shit where like you try to get in an argument with these people and it's like they're talking about oh i need to be independent and prepared and i'm not scared of anyone like you're not scared you have guns that do god knows what you have i don't know like like i don't know what they're afraid of like it's it's a weird group of people man i can't figure it out it's like the fetishization of self like self-reliance and always needing to like be the hero huh oh oh my god oh my Um, god the zoom zooms zooms getting mad at me it looks like they suspended their uh, goodwill tax here nine minutes 15 seconds Uh oh all right all right we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna run through the rest of this lightning Um, round let's do this shit
All right. So the role climate plays in Australia's politics is extreme, but not unique. Climate change is emerging as an electoral issue and other governments are also risk being hurt or outflanked by the, on the left by voters who want further reaching climate action. In Germany, the center right was sideswiped by a green wave. Britain's governing Tories are being pressured by climate rebels on the party's right wing. What? We'll look what? that. In France, it's a problem for the center. In the U.S., Joe, Joe Biden looks set to suffer. Yeah, France. Have you seen, like, the France election? French election. Um, What is it? Macron versus Le Pen. No, no, Le no. Le Pen no, is, no, like, no. French they, Trump. No, like, I think that uh, France is having its Trump moment right now because, like, from what I can tell, and I could be very wrong, but they have kind of, like, the three parties. There's, like, the moderates and then the right and the left yeah that's, the that's moder- about it the, mo- the moderates lost hard but the right and the left got gains but the right got yep. more so so it's the like moderates having their, um, their moment I think of polarization if i remember correctly the moderates had like a less than 10 percent stake in the vote and it was literally macron on the left le pen on the right yeah and and, and if you don't know like as- macron's macron you know him incumbent uh, well, Penn has had a lot of controversy with immigrants and also wants to. Um, she would have won if it wasn't for Russia. The only re- the only thing that they had to go on about her was, I mean, everything they had to go on about her. But the thing that really turned people off was like her ties with Russia. And. But like it was pre- it was pretty close, like but like I would I, you know, it was in the middle of the day for me, but we I was working that day. We were definitely keeping it up like the news up at the shop. That's honestly, that's such a vibe when you're at somewhere with a TV and they're not playing like a sports game or anything. They're playing the news or like CNN and watching the election. Yeah. It feels so, like history is being made in front of you. It was weird. I mean, history was made um, with us on the Discord call. I was playing. Oh, yeah. Phasma- I was playing Phasmophobia on one monitor and like on, I think it was like on the Google homepage for the election. I was playing Team Fortress 2 when uh, the State of the Union came out. Uh, yeah. And we, and we were, were watching, watching it on call. We, yeah, we, we watched it live, just like watching the man who was incapable of going off the teleprompter. It's so great that all of everyone can collectively clown on Joe Biden for being uh, incredibly uh, like, old. But what I love is how like people on the far right think that like Joe Biden is like some like massive cabal leader is like some communist dictator who's going to destroy America when he's just like some politician with 50 years of doing nothing. He's yeah. He's just been, he's He's never been the actual passer of bills and legislation. He's just been there. Yeah. I think that's the only thing you can say objectively about Joe Biden. He's been there. Yeah. Yeah. to me, it proves that experience isn't the number one thing for an, a new candidate to office. Yeah, it, it was it was the saddest as hell headline I ever saw. So you know how like Diane Feinstein is like going senile. Yeah. Um, like one of her staffers said um, at a press press conference, I believe that a diminished Senator Feinstein is better than a freshman senator for California. Like what? Why? In what in the hell did I just hear? Like I think. 
that was probably the most depressing thing I'd read that week. And I've read a lot of depressing things that week. <clears throat> it's older people have time to get more corrupt. They have time to, you know, lose their actual legislating capability. I'd rather have the new up and comer that's like 40 years old be my yeah, candidate yeah, yeah. than have the person that's 90 years old and passed their best bill 30 years ago be in. A true democracy should there should be no such thing as a career politician Mm -hmm. it should be something that you do as a civic duty you're called upon to do it and you do it because you don't want money (laughs) i think yeah it's i don't know why lobbying isn't illegal it's not lobbying it's it's like corruption it's called campaign contributions campaign contributions oh yeah what i'm gonna do is do like some hollywood movie magic here yeah it's zoom has declared the pandemic was over we were just talking about that um which is nice but let's get back to it i think what i don't know if we're gonna be here much longer but i think what all these articles were trying to say is like i think we're finally at that moment of reckoning with climate change i think it's finally got kicked into enough people's heads in Appalachia that like something's happening the envelope is officially pushed it's all right are we gonna do anything about this are we gonna try to stop this or and I you know yeah again just things I've learned from this stint of climate action or whatever but unless I I think what I've come to the conclusion of is unless there is some just massive complete economic meltdown that makes 2008 look like nothing just something that's like at the same as or worse than the great depression which forces the government's hand so hard that a complete economic shift is warranted and happens like in the next couple years I think that we're in for a good amount of upheaval. I think that because it's, it's not going to get kicked into people's heads soon enough and even become a force of political will soon enough for um, a lot of things to be avoided. I think that will for sure get to that point and avert like the catastrophic world ending stuff. But I think that a lot of the um, stuff that threatens humanity is kind of already in the books yeah it's it's past the point of no return for most small island nations they're just gonna get swallowed up yeah like it's not it's not even being a doomer because i hate that like i i don't do that i just think that when if you look at the facts at this point like looking at it's not getting kicked into people's heads fast enough the time for avoiding this would have been the Kyoto accords or the energy crisis in the 70s (laughs) <laughs> um, yeah we're, we're we're far past that and when you think about the fact that i always bring it up when it's in climate discussions because it always feels like it's it feels relevant and also feels real the mm-hmm. highest point on the marshall islands is six feet above ocean level mm-hmm. that's one unfortunately placed storm and the entire island is wiped out Oh, yeah, like, we're seeing, like, what, 10, 15 feet storm surges in, like, the south? It's not just island nations. Think about how many 
giant cities have been placed very conveniently right on the water. Think of Miami, think of Venice, think of Hong Kong. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot of adaptation in order. I mean, we've been on this earth for, I don't know, a long time and we're going to be on this earth for a long time after i think we're going to have to adapt and i think the partisan um the partisan nature of that is kind of coming to a head right now hold on i gotta bring my mom flex tape if you want to entertain the audience real quickly flex tape huh all right are you still there yep i had to well- I had to entertain we'll the people for three fucking minutes. Well, I'm, 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 I'm a, you can cut unless this you want out. me to keep that in. I'll cut, I'll cut it out unless yeah, like, cut it out because I just I spent three minutes talking about flex tape and flex seal, and I like NASCAR driver drove a car <laughs> and crashed it, and it got fixed with flex tape on the course. I think we'll leave that in. Oh um, Jesus! If, if you made it, if you made it this long. In the show, you're you're sitting through three minutes on flex tape. <laughs> oh, all, all right. right. What were we talking about? We were in the lightning round before you had to go and fix no, your sod and half more. boat. No, it wasn't a sod and half boat. It was a tree bag. You have tree bags? Yeah, we have tree bags. I I don't need to use tree bags. I'm in the random unincorporated part of this county. Wait, what do you mean? I don't live in a town. Remember that? Oh, right. You don't live in a town, but like, it, why, like, why don't, what, what does that matter with tree bags? I don't need them. I can literally just, I can toss anything at the curb and the garbage people pick it up. What? No, no. Like a, like a, like the, the, the thing you fill with water and you put around a tree. Huh? I garden and I've never heard of this. They exist. Oh, that's what those are? Uh-huh. Anyway. I don't... Okay, whatever. Yeah, so we're kind of hitting on that avoiding the effects of climate change that are going to be most noticeable is kind of a cat out of the bag. And, I mean, we'll pull through. Humans will survive long after this. We'll do cool things after this. And we're gonna we're just going to need to adapt. I think we're just going to need to get used to not having as many options in general. I mean, there's still a lot we can do. There's still a lot of fighting left to do. And there's still definitely things that we can do to avoid the worst consequences of climate change. But we're definitely locked into some shit. Hmm. And, you know, you can finger point. You can say, well, if it wasn't for the hanging chads we, we wouldn't be in this i don't know we very well might have i don't know if that doesn't matter sense. we're here now and we got to make it the best of it yeah for real um okay so let's see down under morrison's undoing is being parsed more bluntly they tried to bullshit their climate policies and they got punished said richie Merzen, a formal australian diplomat who is now a director of climate and energy platform of the australia institute it's the most dramatic examples in a series of recent elections which climate has played a role. In Germany in September, the Christian the Christian Democrats, Jesus, lost their 16-year grip on power to a coalition of social Democrats, free Democrats, and the Greens. Although ex-Chancellor Angela Merkel has adopted one of the most ind- ambitious net zero policies in the world, 
the party's commitment lost credibility when the CDU leader Armin Laschet was videotaped laughing during a visit to a town hit by devastating floods last summer. What? Huh? That's yeah. That's that'll do it. I that could have been taken. That so. could very that could very well have been taken out of context, but in this age of unreason, I doubt that would have mattered. Hmm. Um. Some CDU figures are still pushing for the party to realign and hit the Greens, so they struggle to turn their ambitions into policy. Yeah, it's pretty on brand. In France last month, incumbent President Emmanuel Macron scrambled to draw up a fresh green agenda in the final two weeks of the presidential election after a surprisingly strong challenge from the far left candidates. I'm not going to try to pronounce that. Who pledged stronger <laughs> climate action? Uh, Jean Lumacleffon. Uh, no. No, no, not doing that. I'm not going to help you out. I, I took right. I took six years of French. I'm not going to help you. Duly reelected, Macron adopted um, that guy's policy of centralized long-term environmental planning and this week sworn a team of ministers charged with that mission. He's still under strong pressure, pulling together a coalition of green and left parties with the explicit aim of denying Macron's coalition a majority in June's legislative session. In the U.S., Democrats have dismayed left-wing activists by their failure to convince one of their own, Senator Joe Manchin, <laughs> to pass major climate legislation in the Senate. That risks compounding the party's problems in November's midterms. Biden won't support the young climate-minded concerned voters in 2022, and you now have the fear that the fear is that they didn't vote or won't vote. Uh, huh. So as we did last year in Germany, climate change intervened directly in Australians' politics in terms of fear factor. Morrison's first full-term prime minister was bookended by unprecedented bushfires and floods, both supercharged by climate change. Morrison said his last moment when he flew to Hawaii during the fires, saying in an interview, I didn't hold a hose, mate. What? Interesting. I, I don't even understand I, that I, one. I don't know. I don't, I don't. I'm not out there with the U.S. Forest Service and Cal Fire um, chopping down trees and making uh, fire break walls, but I support climate action either way, so I don't, I don't, that's not really an argument. Climate action is, is good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, that, I don't know. It's like saying I support clean it. That, that's literally the Wojak argument. You know, it's like, God, I hate the internet, yet you have a phone. Curious. I'm very intelligent. <laughs> I hate when people do that. It's like, so oh, like, wow, like, I'm, I have to be holier than thou in order to make a point about why I shouldn't be like, huh? Like, oh, I hate um, like capitalist monopolies, yet you also shop on Amazon. Curious. It's like, yeah, because they drove everyone else out of business. Like, if I want like they like a thing, that's like the only place to get it anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's great. There's the only place that this brand can afford to make a profit selling their product out of is Amazon because there's no other independent storefronts. Yeah, like I don't want to shop on Amazon, but I can't like there's a lot of things. There's really no other option. So I don't know. Uh, that's kind of the argument of like, it's, it's weird. Yeah. So seeing climate in stark reality has really scared people there was a sense among voters that time is compressing, that you can't just keep thinking, oh, that's something that's going to happen down the track. 
but the teals have tapped into another fear altogether, one that resonates among the well-to-do bayside of Melbourne and the millionaire rows of Sydney, the fear of a missed opportunity. The corporate world is way ahead of government on climate policy action, unfortunately. I think the penny has dropped for a lot of people that is an economic issue and that we really have to move on this. Otherwise, our prosperity will be threatened. That's what it had to take, huh? That's that's it? That's that, what... That, uh, you, ju- you just had to tell people they weren't going to like their their like their stock returns were going to take a hit and then they were going to not my stocks share. maybe oh, i should no. worry about this climate thing yeah true truly like truly there's no morals in this situation you have yeah. to appeal to people's money um that's kind of all i got it's it's climate change became political because of a few people who let it and you know american environmentalism the few like w's that we've been able to cash in have been with air pollution the ozone layer uh water they've been pollution. occasional they've- minor things that have become such a large invisible problem that america has been forced to undivide themselves Although, yeah, it had to become a large invisible problem, which I think we're seeing until it became that, you know, I'm trying to think of something else. I mean, the like guns, I don't know, like it, even when it was a large, like invisible problem, it still didn't really do anything. The thing about guns is that there is a, there's an amendment you could argue has something to do with guns. Uh, There is no amendment you can argue has something to do with not like supporting climate change i don't remember where i saw it, but it's like a really good take about why like america is so religious about guns it's like the same it's the same energy as people who are scared of flying yet will drive it's because there's some semblance of i have control over it, it yeah it's like even though flying is thousands of times safer you're still putting your lives in the hands of someone else who is more qualified to fly a plane than you are to drive a car it's just when you're behind the wheel of a car you're in complete control of your own destiny or if you have a gun you're theoretically in complete control of your own safety people love that people love the theoretical part of it and are content with you know owning a gun even if statistically the person they're most likely going to use it on them is themselves like yeah, you can use it yourself. A family member is going to use it on themselves. A family member is going to get into trouble with it. A family member is going to take it to school. Um, all that's going to happen thousands of times before you're in Starbucks and some guy comes in with a gun and you kill him. Yeah. You never hear about the good guy with a gun because it because doesn't exist. Because there aren't good guys with guns. They're, they're like, that, like, the only reason someone would own a gun is to kill someone or something. <laughs> That's yeah. the only reason they exist. It's to kill things. Knives exist as utilities or... Oh, like, I, you have a gun for self-defense. Oh, so you think you're going to have to kill someone eventually. Yep. Yep. Yep, but that's weird. It sort of um, aligns with climate change in the sense that people are more content with being ignorant and blissful than having to deal with the consequence of their own actions and it seems like they're finally shaken out of it yeah so that's where i guess politicization leaves us um 
how's summer going so far? Summer is going. I mean, I've been I've been chilling. I've yeah, been enjoying my time off and I've been some... just lounging around mostly. Yeah, some chilling's definitely in order. I've um I've stumbled upon a uh, kind of lucrative side hustle, which is boosted board battery replacements. Yeah. Because there's still a lot of them out there and the batteries are starting to go now. And you really can't find replacement batteries for them anywhere. So, like, if you want them, you kind of got to make one. And you, you need some fairly high capital tools to make batteries. Um, you need the cells themselves. But you also need all of the jigs and fixtures. And then you also need a good spot welder, all of which I own. So that's pretty fortunate. Yeah. So, well, we'll see where that takes me, but I have a feeling it's probably going to be a few people and then it won't get much else, but a few people have started asking me. So <laughs> we'll see what happens there. I'm, uh, I'm hopping on an Amtrak in a few weeks to uh, Seattle. Nice. Which is where my parents want to move to after I graduate high school. Oh, alrighty it's either, then. It's either, it's either Wyoming, Florida, or Seattle. Wyoming hmm. isn't going to happen. Florida, maybe, but my money's on Wyoming. Uh, Wyoming? It, it, depend, it, it depends where my sister and her boyfriend go. Oh, okay. If they stay in Chicago, they might stay in Chicago, but if they go like somewhere weird, my parents are gonna, probably going to move. Yeah. It's like, oh, we're going to go to France, and it's like, great, that gives us opportunity to move. <laughs> we're not going to follow yeah. you to France, but like, you know, we'll move. I know so many people that have moved after, you know, becoming empty nesters. And my my parents are like, okay, yeah, Eris is going to be like alone forever. So we're not going to follow them. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway, I think that's chill. Yeah. Any shout outs? Welcome to disaster season, everyone. (laughs) It's the day after the summer solstice. Um, Next episode will be on I literally have no idea. We'll do it when I feel like it. You know what? That's a plan. That was insanely liberating to say. All right. Adios. I got to go play Monopoly. Oh, wait, where's your shout out? My my shout out goes to um, Justice Stephen Breyer's um, pacemaker. My shout out goes to Joe Biden's bike pedals. It's, no, no, hold on. I'm going to watch the video in slow motion again. I'm going to see what, what happens. You're doing the frame by frame? All right, yeah. Can I get a John Madden play by play from you with the okay. little yellow marker? All right, so. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to splice this in, by the way. Oh, oh I can't because we're not uploading to YouTube anymore. It's very unfortunate. Okay. All right, you can see me, right? Yeah, I'm just gonna make sure we're still recording and it didn't, um, it didn't bug out. Um, yeah, okay. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna put it on quarter speed. No, no, point five speed. What's that okay, one so video it's... of um JFK and his Cadillac? This is you right now doing okay. that video. Yeah, yeah, it's like the the frame three thirteen shit. Okay, so. Oh, okay. So the foot came off the pedal right there. All right. So that, that's mistake number one.
So it looks like he was trying to stop. Without using his brakes, by using his feet. No, so he pretty much came to a stop there. Okay. So, oh, oh, the toe cage. The toe cage did it. Yep. His foot got stuck in the... Dude, dude, I hate those things so much. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Down he goes. Oh, the, hold on. Did you catch that? That moment of panic. There. You can see his smile fade. Oh, my God. Yep, yep. It's gone. And... And down he goes, yeah. Oh. Did you see that jump cut they did? Yeah. Oh, on let's let's monitor the recovery now. I love your okay, I love your YouTube recommendations because they look like mine a year ago during pandemic. It's just all house MD clips and they're all red bar. Like you've watched all of them. Yeah, it, it was it was a pretty bad. That was that was like the week after AP exams. House smacks. I have to rewatch it. Yeah, um, it was on the fl- is on my flight back from Rome. That <laughs> <laughs> was pretty good. It was only like the first two seasons, but like I rewatched some of it. I finished it. Awesome! Holy fuck, man! That ending it was like the last ending few episodes. Honestly, I, oh. I've said it before. Everything oh. after season six is a slow decline because they have to reverse progress that their characters have made. That's that what... that ending. The ending was so good, though. The ending is the ending oh. is good but it feels a little i don't know it doesn't feel in character with the it, rest of house not, it's it's not on, it's not, definitely not on brand for house but like it was still a good ending yeah it was it um, was i'm not i'm not i'm not saying anything else by season seven the show had kind of lost its charm and they were starting to experiment with like all right what if what if there's more people what if we bring in more people what if we give house something else to do what if he's in jail suddenly and it's like okay you could end the show <laughs> they could yeah they're they're all house aren't they yeah hold on uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna get um weren't we gonna end the episode like five minutes ago so okay someone already did the frame but hold on so someone's doing a frame by frame here hold on i i think i can get the uh audio on i just gotta not okay neither of us have talked for like 30 seconds i hope people know that we're still (laughs) rolling are you seeing this or no i am seeing it you've been through this look we gave our shout outs we gave our time Dude, the toe cage. Okay, I'm showing that at work because, like, we we all the mechanics hate toe cages. <laughs> so that's that's good. Is my screen still sharing? Uh, what do you ask? It's still sharing, isn't it? Maybe you should listen to some American idiot and forget about this. Uh, I think I should. Yeah, this is my. We're we're now looking at my title recommendations. I just I know it's punk. Yes, yeah, so we got Tower of Power, uh, Notorious B.I.G., Pink Floyd, um, a bunch of Fat Records bands. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right, I'm oh. gonna listen to. Uh, you know what? I'm I'm in the mood for some Notorious right now. All right, I'm a. Yep. Uh, I'm, I'm stopping share. This is um, on your back. The point of contention is how they act. Where you draw 
the line will set you free. Don't obey so. Oh.